Hello, classmates. This is going to be an experiment in table reads. This is our first experiment, and for this scene, we will be doing an excerpt from Hellraiser, the original, where Kirstie uh, goes back and forth with Pinhead, negotiating for her life. In the role of Kirstie, Joseph will be playing it as Jerry Seinfeld. And in the role of Pinhead, Pete will be reading the part as Daniel Plainview. A box. You opened it, and we came. It's just a puzzle box. Oh, no. It's a means to summon us. Who are you? I am an explorer in the furthest regions of experience. Demons to some, angels to others. It was a mistake. I didn't mean to open it. It was a mistake. You can go to hell. Oh, no, we can't. Not alone. You solved the box. We came. Now you must come with us. Taste our pleasures. Please go away. Leave me alone. Oh, no, no, no tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. Wait, wait, please wait. No time for argument. You've done this before, right? Many, many times. To a man called Frank Cotton, he escaped you. Oh, nobody escapes us. He did. I've seen him. I've seen him. He's alive. Supposing he did escape us, what does that have to do with you. I can lead you to him, and you can take him back instead of me. I want to hear him confess himself. Then maybe, maybe, but if you cheat us, we'll tear your soul apart. And scene. Welcome to the middle class film class Halloween special. I'm your terrifying host this week, Tyler. I'm Joseph. And I'm Peter. And the Wheel of Destiny landed on my terrible pick, The Exorcist 3. 17 years ago, an extraordinary motion picture touched our most profound, nameless fears. <laughs> Do you I thought you were going to say something else. Walk these steps Nameless. again. Death be not proud, nor canst thou kill me. Who are you? I am no one. A man we thought had died. He is inside with us! He will never get away! This time you're going to lose. The real terror is back. The Exorcist 3. Uh, Don, uh. Don LaFontaine seems a little out of place in that, <laughs> the announcer. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, I'm really excited to uh, review the true sequel to The Exorcist. Um, but first... Find some charity in your land. Now's the time for dab and chatter. <laughs> Spooky. Oh, I love it. <laughs> um, who want to go? Who, who should go first? I'll go topics second okay. or last. Um, we have some other things to talk about in this Halloween episode, so I'm only going to mention uh, just the one. I thought it was kind of germane to this uh, podcast. <clears throat> I was going to talk about it last week, but um, we talked about movies. Uh, made off of video games and there's a new one that's releasing 
um, in this coming year. I think it's 2021. I don't think it's coming out this year. Called Monster Hunter with Mila Jovovich. Oh yeah, that's right. And it looks pretty uh, good. Is there like no, a trailer? It huh? no, yeah, it's a trailer. It oh, I didn't see it. It looks like trans- is- Transformers mixed with um, Breath of Fire. This what? is exactly what happened with the Resident Evil movies is that the first one is the trailer dropped and everyone lost their collective shit. And now we're like stuck Resident with Evil. a first one, the first one with, yeah, the first Resident Evil with Mila Djokovic. Yeah. Djokovic. <laughs> who, who is, uh, also in Monster Hunter and did, let me ask you this: Have, have either of you <laughs> played Monster Hunter, the, no. the video game? No, 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 I have not. Okay, so well, that's you don't even know. <laughs> that that is the audience they're trying to target. They yeah, are yeah, not exactly. Trying to target Monster Hunter players, they are trying to target the people who do who do not know that this is based off of a video game, much like how they were targeting Resident Evil. Uh, I think it. Players. I think it targets people who have heard the name. Which is all you need anymore to get people into the theater. Yeah, I've heard of Journey to the Center of the Earth before. I should watch that one with Will Ferrell. No, that's <laughs> Land of the Lost. Oh yeah, whatever. The, <laughs> the Journey to the Center isn't of the it? Earth is with Brendan Fraser. Oh yeah, same thing. Oh, isn't it kind of funny? Like <laughs> when you hear movies. Oh, uh, this su- such and such movie starring Will Ferrell. Like I, I can't. He's such a joke. Like I can't. <laughs> I can't take it seriously. I'm just like, oh, Will Ferrell. Like the actor Will Ferrell is starring in this movie. Okay. The actor okay. Will. Uh, the comedian actor, comedic actor Will Ferrell. Well, all I gotta say is I'll watch. I'll watch Monster Hunter. Not being a fan of it, and I've seen gameplay from the not knowing the, anything the about video it. game. And it doesn't seem like the type of movie that you'd make into a, or a game that you'd make into a movie, but I'm okay with that. You think like you, Battleship was appropriate? Yes. <laughs> I think <laughs> Wasn't Battle, Rihanna in I, that one? <laughs> I think Battleship and the um, Rock'em Sock'em Robots reboot called Real Steel with Hugh Jackman. Oh, yeah, that's right. Was uh, per- perfectly appropriate to make into a movie. Um, but uh, it's I liked I liked Pacific Rim, and it felt like Pacific Rim in the desert from the trailer. Oh, okay. So I'm cool. Yeah, with that. yeah. I don't know. I didn't. Pacific like... Rim was okay. It was yeah, okay. It was... you don't like Guillermo del Toro? It was not his uh, best work. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna have to decide with Joseph on that one. Um, okay. So Monster Hunter. I uh, yeah, we'll see. It's a excited. video. It's okay. it's a it has the video game movie. So that's already it's it's like a point docked already for most people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's true. And I'll watch that any is. I'll watch any movie based off of a video game. Um, because they're almost always bad, but they're almost always fun and campy. What is that should have been the topic, Tyler? What is the best video game movie iterations already? Well, I, I well, I couldn't tell you because I pretty much damn near hate all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and I I can't at the moment think of any. I think Lord of the there Rings is, is pretty good. Yeah. Lord of the Rings is based off of a video. Well, <laughs> along with Harry Potter, that was all. That was pretty good, too. Man of Steel, based off of the Superman 64 video game. <laughs> they made a whole like sports league out of NFL Blitz. Yeah, it's weird. E- <laughs> E.T. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> On the Atari. Um, okay. what, what, uh, what do you have, Joseph? Uh, I'll have one thing, and that's just the uh, listener responses to Tyler's topic from last week, which was... What is the best movie to watch in a group on Halloween? 
Yes. On Halloween night. And very, very pertinent for this episode. This will be releasing on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah before Halloween weekend. Three days before Halloween. Um, and we got quite a few responses. Yeah, I, um, I posted. I got some from my personal page, too, as well. That's what I'm looking at right now. Oh, okay. That's where we got the most, <laughs> or any, to be honest. Yeah, add me as a friend on Facebook. <laughs> picture of me eating a cheeseburger. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to assume. That's you know it's me. I, I call everybody listeners because... They should all be listening. <laughs> Listener Joel, Dead Alive. That, that was my pick. Dead Alive. It is a very good movie to watch on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and also in a group. You see his, uh, his response to that? Uh, Just below that. Yeah, masterpiece of makeup, special effects, good writing. Just a good zombie movie. And just, you know, just makes you want to watch Dead Alive again. Just talking about it. Hell yeah, I do. Um, I don't know if that's streaming anywhere. I know Bad Taste is streaming on Prime, which was Peter Jackson's uh, previous before it was, that. It was before or after? I think it was before. Yeah, Bad Taste is even budget. more low budget. Uh, uh, yeah. Dead Alive, a.k.a. Brain Dead, is not streaming anywhere. Damn it. No. Um, uh, local billionaire, Jamie Campos Minor. Uh, <laughs> listener Jamie Campos Meyer. So that one's sticking. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Dawn of the Dead, 2004. Yeah, I like that one. Group yes. movie. That's a good group movie. That is a good uh, group movie because it's exciting and also you don't you don't really have to pay attention to the movie. And when the exciting part happens, Michael Bay lets you know when it's <laughs> happening. In true Michael Bay fashion. <clears throat> listener yeah. Matt, The Blair Witch Project. Yeah. I think that's a, yeah, it's a good one with the lights completely off with people bought in for it, I think. Yeah. I think for first timers, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, par- sure. if you're going to watch Paranormal Activity, you kind of want to. Yeah, you want to focus. Oh, you actually want to watch it. Yeah. Uh, listener Marissa, Rocky Horror Picture Show. What's up, Marissa? How you doing? That's a classic one. That that I didn't think about that, but that is the class. They have whole like events surrounding the Rocky Horror Picture Show, like pre yeah pre covid they were like filling up you know whatever they have theater like, they had people, like, people like people like adore this movie uh, for some reason i hate to admit i've never seen it i can't say i've seen all of it i have it's not it's, i don't really have any interest to be honest i want it's, it's just not it's, my it just doesn't look like my thing do you do you like phantom of the paradise uh yeah we watched that at the red museum yeah i think it's i saw i've seen some scenes from it i think it has that same kind of vibe mm-hmm. like musical campy comedy sort of thing it has charisma that's it, ha, tim it has curry tim curry really hell yeah tim curry pretty tim much curry and drag but yeah tim curry tim curry pretty much has that movie on his shoulders it's um, basically grease <laughs> at the very end yeah. she changes to one of them something you should also watch yeah. Phantom of the Paradise. Yeah, that's that, that's, that's a good watch. Solid, yeah. Um, yeah that's good. Okay, what else we got? Listener Ezekiel Ezek. gives a long explanation, then ultimately says Lost Boys. <laughs> the Lost Boys is a good candidate. Yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Lost Boys is good. Uh, I listen to the soundtrack uh, on a at least once a month. I it's such a good soundtrack. Uh, listener, how do, you, how do you like your worms? <laughs> <laughs> listener Kevin gives two suggestions for background visuals in a noisy room: The Shining. Yeah, that's a good pick. Okay, that's and any time movie. And if you're actually just watching the movie uh, as a group, Carrie, 
I assume the original Clary. Yeah, he says Carrie because uh, everyone's had a bad high school experience, and Kubrick's visuals are. Yeah, that's true. I I don't know about Carrie though being a good group movie. I would probably say, yeah, plug it up, plug it up. I I would probably, if you're gonna suggest a movie like that, I would probably say Pet Cemetery might uh, be the better one. No, the first one. Okay. No. Yeah the the original Carrie solid though. I like Carrie. There's a scene. There's a scene that I'll always remember. Um, that's where she's she's got the little kid riding her uh, his bike around her as she's walking down the street mm-hmm. and it goes creepy carry creepy carry and the kid falls down and it, it's like the pa- the pacing of it gets stuck in my head it's like a quote that like plays on repeat over and over again yeah just like tyler listening to the lost boys soundtrack once a month i have that playing yeah. in my head for an hour at least once a year and yeah, um, that little uh, sister what's it called the little sister song like I can't. I, I'm not gonna. I don't know. Mock yeah. how it goes, but um, it's like the theme song of the Lost Boys. Um, listener Eric says, "Future Kill." Yeah, I don't know what that is. Um, but apparently that's a good movie to watch. I never, group. I never heard it before. I found a YouTube link, and I'm gonna post it on our Facebook page. Yeah, it was only uploaded two months ago, so it's probably unauthorized. Watch it quick before it gets taken down. He says, "Future Kill" is the movie equivalent to that, that of that child's drawing, and is best shown to drunk friends and who can appreciate the humor in a good dick pic. <laughs> Even if it's what? supposed to be a shark, I don't know what he's talking about. Um, I, I, it's, <laughs> listener, okay. listener, Bruce. Bruce. Says Tammy and the T-Rex. Yes, I've heard that's a good one too. Yes, and that's... And the, the, okay. Those are our uh, responses from Facebook and uh, posted on our Instagram. And we got a few responses. I'll read them now. Uh, Friday the 13th. Yep. Friday the 13th. Yep. Hocus Pocus. Oh, yeah. My Auntie, eh. my Auntie Amy says she wants to watch Hocus Pocus this not, year. Not quite as entertaining as an adult as no. it is when you were a child. A little problematic also. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one. Mm-hmm. Johnny Depp. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. Uh, Halloween, the original. That's right. That's right. Because mm. You don't understand... The the people want to watch what Tyler likes and Halloween. <laughs> Fuck Halloween. Can I? <laughs> I can't uh, believe you would play that on uh, on that last uh, on the last episode. I mentioned my buddy Brian, who's a huge horror fan, and it ha- also has a tattoo of uh, oh yeah, that's right. Michael Myers. He sent me a message on uh, uh, Thursday after we released, and he says, um, "So I do feel the same about Halloween as Tyler." But trying to look at it at like you and Joseph coming in for the first time, I totally get how you feel. It's pretty slow, a lot of cheesiness, and I can see all of it not living up to the hype if you've heard about that you've heard about Michael. I think for me it's just the whole persona of the character. He doesn't talk, he can't be killed, he has almost human super superhuman strength, and the mask just adds to it. Especially never being able to see his eyes. I'd be interested to see what you guys thought of watching Halloween 2018 now. That story basically just picks up forty years after the first one, as if the sequels never happened. So I've yeah. seen, I've seen the. What's he been doing the whole time? 
Sudoku. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's been making TikToks and memes and yeah, <laughs> those are actually him in all those memes. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I, I would love to uh, kibitz about the new Halloween movie. That would be great. Well, so maybe watch we first. can uh, save that for uh, maybe I'll watch time. that during the Halloween season um, if it's streaming anywhere. We in it, baby. We uh, in the Halloween season. Yeah, we're in the middle. We're almost over, unfortunately. Mm. The last week yeah. of Halloween. Um, all of, this is a show, I guess. All of Over the Garden Wall. Oh, I've heard good things. It's they're, a Cartoon Network show. They're the they're the, the same people that made Gravity Falls. Mm. That series. Okay. Um, Trick or Treat. The, yeah. la- the last one. Oh, that's, that's a, a good one. one. Trick that, or Treat. That is a good one. That is a good one. That kind of was my first thought of when they, the topic came up, but it's not my favorite. It's an anthology. It's very good. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's a great for the Halloween season. Absolutely. And yeah. it's got uh, Anna Paquin in it. Anna Paquin. Yeah. It's got, uh, yeah. what's her, uh, Rogue from X-Men in it. Yeah. Um, so good, some good picks there, yeah. those listeners. Thank you so much. All right. And now we're going to get into our uh, Halloween edition uh, topic of discussion. Yes. Um, which is... What do you got, Tyler? Which is what? All right. So uh, for this uh, time of the year of all things ghoulish and ghastly, we are going to debate on two movie, genre, not genres, but two monster movies. Uh, first one, we're going to debate what vampire movie is the best and why, and what zombie movie is the best and why. So... Uh, Pete, do you have a vampire movie that you think is yeah. Yeah. the best? Yeah, let's do vampires first. I think, um, I think, uh, I'm tossed up between two, uh, between Interview of the Vampire and Blade 2. Oh, and I think Yikes. I gotta give it to Blade 2 because, uh, what? why? <laughs> Cause it's it's I don't know I vamp, interview with the, actually you know what Blade Two is the fu- more fun movie mm-hmm. but I think Interview with the Vampire is the better movie and it's quotable it has um it has good uh, costume design it's got Antonio yes. Banderas in it and <laughs> <laughs> and 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 a and a psychopathic uh, Tom Cruise as Lestat um it's really hard to beat interview the vampire and i'm taking like it the tom cruise of our generation exactly <laughs> it's like and, and i'm taking it and there, also i'm taking it before tyler can say it is because i think that might be his port pick but you have to choose another one now um tyler. yeah it, it, that, that wasn't mine no I, i'll go last uh joseph what do you think is the best vampire movie and why is it probably blade two <laughs> why is it probably blade two i was gonna say blade one to be honest I like, knew what? it. I knew it was going to be a blade. Yeah, uh, uh, Stephen Dorff as, yeah. as uh, Deacon Frost. Deacon, pretty, pretty good. Deacon Frost, as cheesy as maybe the movie is at some points of the movie. Mm. Um, it's it's so good. It's just like a really great action mm. movie with some really great fight scenes in it. Watching, and, watching Udo Kier get his, uh, his, uh, his vampire teeth his pulled fangs out. fangs removed. Oh, it's rough. Yeah, it's good. I it's it's just a fun movie to be honest. And you got country music legend Chris Christopherson as uh, <laughs> as like his adoptive parent Whistler. Yeah, Whistler. Um, but yeah, Blade Two is great. Um, Interview with Vampire is just like a it's classic. What we do in the shadows 
That's pretty fucking is good. It's a dude. really, really good interview with the shadows. I'd recommend to anyone with a decent sense of humor who act, who does, who has seen a lot of vampire movies. Cause there's so many pulls from different generations of vampire movies yeah. in it. Um, this is kind of a hybrid of vampire werewolf, but underworld also really good. Entertaining. Pretty good. The first you one. Know, underworld is like a loose, uh, sequel to interview with the vampire. How so? Well, because the there's a character that is in the interview with the vampire book series mm-hmm. in the underworld. It's the uh, it's the the queen, the queen vampire. Uh, I can't remember her name. Her name is uh, is just failing me right now. Um, but uh, it's all right. queen she's of the in the sequel. She's in the sequel to Interview with the Vampire, the book series. So you can kind of make that loose connection that they're yeah. both intertwined. I would say Blade or Bram Stoker's Dracula. <sighs> Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, so the Bram Keanu Reeves one? Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, Bram I think, Stoker's. I, I think that movie should be remade. Oh, that's a, that's a good call. Yeah. And then maybe it could be the best trick. But, but here's the here's the ticket already though. tried and it failed. Gary Oldman still plays Dr- Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> you can still do it? Yes. <laughs> Keanu Reeves still plays the plays the Anthony Hopkins still plays vampire, uh, Van Helsing. And uh an elderly Van Helsing. Everything's the same because also like Ex- except for uh Kira Knightley now plays Renona Renona Winona Ryder's character. Oh that's right. <laughs> yeah, everybody's still alive. <laughs> let's do it let's get on it hollywood let's chop chop let's go in the world of remakes why haven't you done this yet all right tyler what about you they, well i mean they've made they've remade Dra- dracula and they tried to make it a part of the uh dark blade universe. is my answer by the way blade blade one yeah okay so blade okay okay blade maybe um, maybe maybe after we all give our selections we'll put a poll on facebook which is better yeah. of the three options. Of, the, of our three options, yeah. Blade. Blade 2. Mine's interview. Or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or Blade Trinity. All right, go ahead, Tyler. So um, I kind of have, I have like a silly answer. Uh, this is a movie that I saw at the Red Museum as well. Thank you, local celebrity Adam, for introducing me to this Toby Hooper classic, Life Force. Life Force? <laughs> that's, vamp- that's a vampire movie? Yeah. They're yeah. vampires from space. Are they space vampires? Yeah, a race of space vampires arrived in London, infected the populace, and began the apocalyptic descent into chaos. But it it's such a mess, and it was so expensive. And I miss uh, I missed that week. I missed that too. I didn't see that one. You were there by yourself, Tyler. Yeah, I, I was there by myself. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, that's right. And it was it life was force, a huh? Great time. Yeah, Life Force, made oh. by Toby Hooper in 1985. Uh, great, great, funny, interesting movie. Um, Is it campy? My, yes, yes, okay. very, very campy. Um, oh, I, I can't, I can't debate it, it because I don't, never seen it or heard yeah. it. Yeah, really. it's, it's. Well, yeah, that was just kind of like a joke answer. My, <laughs> uh, my favorite uh, vampire movie. Like this took a really long time to think about because i'm really into vampires uh-huh. and i kind of wanted it to like deduct it down to like which one was i most interested in and it was a toss-up between the satanic rites of dracula and interview with the vampire in bible box 
<laughs> no. So Satanic so, Rites of Dracula? Yeah, that's uh, starring uh, Christopher Lee as Dracula. Oh, it's the older. The older uh, mm-hmm. I think I've seen some images of, of him as Dracula. Yeah, he's been... Well, he, he had been in a lot of Dracula movies. This was his final one. Mm-hmm. And it's not really received well, but I thought the story was interesting enough that it carried the movie to me, at least, to be more interesting. Hmm. Uh, but Interview with the Vampire is also really... Nope, can't take really, that. That's really, my pick. <laughs> well, I'm not taking it. I'm just... I, we're debating. Okay. Uh, so Interview with the Vampire, it's intriguing because it gives you these little bits of information about vampires. I mean, for like, I think like for half of the movie, you don't see any other vampire. Brad Pitt's character thinks he's all alone Mm -hmm. in in the world of... It is nice that they're going on a journey to find their kind, and then they find clowns, and he gets all mad about it. Yeah, and I loved how, like, frustrated you were, too, because, like, you feel like he's held back by this stigma of how to behave as a vampire Mm -hmm. and the way he thinks vampires should behave. (laughs) Is is that from Vampire's Kiss? I'm surprised none of you said Vampire's Kiss. (laughs) I I watched it. I don't know if there's enough vampires in it (laughs) to be considered a vampire movie. There's one um, vampire in it. It's a vampire movie. Am I getting through to you? What's her name? Irma? Ima? Is this it's the one where he goes, hey, B, yeah. C, D. Yeah. A, F, J. Yeah, that's the A, J, J, K, L, M, N, O, B. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it is, it's great. It is, it's a good uh, Christopher uh, uh, Nicholas Cage watch. Yeah. Not a great vampire Yeah, movie. that one is. <laughs> Yeah, that's well. Okay, that's so we got we got our three picks. How about vam- How about werewolf? Three movies? vampire picks. Okay, now werewolf movies. Werewolf I know what Ta- I know what Ty's gonna say. Oh, it's zombies. These are zombies, not oh, werewolves. Zombies. Okay, zombies. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we could we could go that. No, route no, no, too, no, 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 no. I... I've only seen three. Okay, so uh, <laughs> they're all underworlds. Okay, <laughs> an American werewolf. What? Okay, so uh, interview with the vampire blade. The Satanic Rites of Dracula with yes. an asterisk of Life Force. Okay. Um, okay, so now we'll, let's move on. I mean, we didn't even... <laughs> I don't th- I don't think we could really say which one is better. Yeah, we're going to leave that for the audience. Yeah, those those are our individual choices. Yes. Oh, okay, I yeah. see. I we're see. not going to okay. debate which one. Because like, <laughs> ha- we haven't seen the Satanic Rites of uh, Dracula. Yeah, I know you'll hate it, so it doesn't even matter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So now we're gonna move on to the next monster, or uh, yeah, whatever zombies, right? Yes. Um, So yeah. So what is your favorite zombie movie, Pete? Your favorite zombie movie, or the best zombie movie? Mm. You're okay. Oh yeah. The okay. Yeah, actually, yeah. You're right. The best zombie movie. Is there a difference? I mean, you could have a preference, but you could know that another zombie movie is better. Well, I'm going to go my favorite. Um, and my favorite also is the best. Also is the best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Confidence on him. 28 Days Later. And the reason why is... Son of a bitch. <laughs> that's right. Go first. The opening scene. Uh, the opening scene, yes. The opening shot. Uh, the, the, the wide shot of him 
coming out of the hospital in London with no one on the streets. I don't. I still don't know how the fuck they did that. Well, my problem. Well, I, I agree with you for uh, the movie. My problem is like he did that. Danny Boyle got access to got the ability to just shoot London that way, mm-hmm. and he shoots it on tape. <laughs> it made it feel very real oh my god that was because the whole budget went to emptying london streets and to brendan gleason and uh, yeah uh yeah also having brendan gleason in the movie gave it like two thumbs up from this podcaster so i liked yeah. it i thought it was great um there was uh was it the first like rage virus from what i understand yes the first like fast zombie virus the rage virus yeah. whatever and that was written by Alex Garland. Yeah, directed that, by Danny Boyle. Yeah. So I love it. I love it. 28 weeks later, pretty good also, mm. but 28 days later, just... 28 weeks later also has a great intro. Yeah, scene. gosh. Yeah. Like, ugh, gut-wrenching with his wife. Um, Shit. Um, that, but that's my pick. Tyler, what about you? I'm thinking about mine. <laughs> that's right. Okay, I stepped well, all over so you. Stepped all over you. I got to reevaluate. Yeah. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, so, oh, man, it's hard because 28 Days Later, I would say, is, like, the uh, benchmark for a good zombie movie, but, you know, I've recalibrated. You gonna go tra- can, traditional zombie? I can, Return. I can, I, yes, that is right. <laughs> yeah. The Return of the Living Dead right. is the best uh, zombie movie for uh, having fun. All right. It's it the and the story of how they were able to call it the Return of the Living Dead. It's kind of interesting too. Like there it was some like weird like legal fuckery that they did to use that line. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it there's a lot of really funny scenes. Um, it is pure '80s horror. Uh huh. And I think if you don't enjoy this movie, you're probably not going to enjoy a lot of 80s horror movies because I would say like this is like the peak yeah. 80s horror. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, really good. I, I, I There's really nothing more to say about it. I think I know Bruce. I know Bruce is going to vote for you in this poll. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's his. Right. That's, that's his. Right. One of his favorite movies of all time, not just Man. zombie movies. Oh, it's one of his favorite movies of all time. Well, yeah, that's, that's cool. right. That that's cool. I, you know, it's interesting. You have though, Halloween, I, the first one, and he has Return of the Living Dead. But, well, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> as uh, our listeners and you guys and everyone in my life know, my lists fluctuate. They're always fluctuating based on my moods. There you go. Yeah. Um, okay. So, I I have yeah. my uh, options. <laughs> okay you have your options no you're supposed to pick your i know favorite. i know i know and i gotta talk about it for a little bit <laughs> Shaun of the dead oh oh good, good pick good pick Shaun of the dead my second my second was train to busan that's my second train to busan yeah and uh most recently my streaming pick little monsters oh that was pretty good too as far as a, a movie goes, yeah, nowhere near my top of my zombie movies, but still pretty good. Fun, really, fun just movie. a really entertaining yeah, movie yeah, yeah. involving zombies. So, Shaun of the Dead. So, Shaun of the Dead and Train to Busan, um, really good, intense movies. Two very different movies, 
Shaun of uh, the Dead is a really funny movie too. Like there's some really if funny you want, like, one-liners. If you want intense action zombie fast zombie movie, watch Train to Busan. Mm-hmm. Like thrilling and like on the edge of your seat uh stuff. Watch Train to Busan. If you want uh British humor, Edgar Wright <laughs> Edgar Wright directed uh, starring Simon Pegg and uh uh Frost. Nick Frost? Yeah, um, Nick Frost. And with some slow with the traditional slow moving zombies, Shaun of the Dead is your answer all the time. Um I think Shaun of the Dead takes the lead for me. Um it's rewatchable. Absolutely. Very rewatchable. I've probably seen it five or six times. <clears throat> yes. Um, very good. Shaun of the Dead. And they make fun of how how like easy the zombies are to get around when there's just one of them. Mm-hmm. When she yeah. he's got he's got like the girl in the backyard and he's like, Oh my god, she's drunk. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then he'd spend five minutes throwing records at the two of them uh-huh. even though they're and it slowly gets really heavy like yeah. at the end too like I, uh, that's what i love about this movie yeah. is it, it it takes it's all of not just the comedy yeah it's very yeah. good it's a it's a zombie horror uh comedy parody drama kind of a little bit but yeah. mostly funny um if you like it's an emotional coaster it's, it's, an emotional it's a, i don't know how you coaster. i don't know how you couldn't really enjoy this movie unless you don't like british humor yeah. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, damn redcoats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shaun of the Dead. A a very good okay, movie. So you want to do Shaun of the Dead for your pick? Yes. I got Twenty Eight Days Later, and and Tyler, you got Return of the Living Dead. Yes. Okay, listeners, this is it. Add us on Facebook, MCFC Podcast, uh, or sorry, Facebook dot com slash MCFC Podcast, and we're gonna post some uh, polls for our three choices. You can weigh in vote and then in the comments on the poll you can tell us what yours are yeah uh, they don't even have to be or you can explain why you yeah. chose one of ours or pick a different one and explain why yeah yeah uh, no actually it's a requirement you do have to explain why <laughs> um, i need to know this awesome uh, are we good with gab gab and chatter good I, I, yeah i don't know if we have i don't think we have any more topics unless you have a an additional thing no okay. i got i got nothing so what's next tyler Okay, well, uh, I guess we'll uh, get into streaming picks now. On on the topic of streaming picks, we begged and pleaded, knees bleeding on the ground for us, for some of our listeners to write us a streaming pick uh, theme song, or any theme song, really, for that matter. And uh, boy, did one of our listeners deliver with a, uh, a streaming pick from friend of the show, Bruce Perky. And... <laughs> We're gonna play. Awesome. We're gonna play this now. This is our uh, streaming pick intro, as imagined by Bruce Perky. It's a Halloween miracle. Movies. 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 All right, Stream, streaming movies <laughs> time. I feel like now we have like a complete, uh, you know, segment of songs and uh, somewhat. Now all we need is the uh, Wheel of Destiny, it's, yeah, theme song, the Wheel of Destiny. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and <laughs> they, we need it. We and we need a producer. Like a, a, producer a, justice is is a producer only in title, <laughs> not in yeah. action. Yeah. He just happened. We just called him that because he ha- him that happened because to be in the room. That, a few times while we were recording. <laughs> yeah. 
um, first off, Bru- great. Br- Bruce, thank you so much for that. That was yeah, that's hilarious. great stuff. Can we send him a T-shirt? Don't we have a T-shirt guy? That <laughs> I'll send him a white T-shirt. <laughs> was a, was, uh, I wrote MCFC on it. Sharpied. Uh, I will say that uh, anyone who's uh, lives on the internet is familiar with the phrase shit post. That was a shit post for sure. Love it. Thank you, Bruce. One of my favorite type quality. My favorite type of humor. Yeah, much much appreciated. Uh, Anyways, how many hours did you spend on that? That's what I write in. Right, send us an email. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. So streaming picks, Uh, Pete. What is? I'm sure. Do you have like what six streaming picks? Like you always do. I have like nine. Bombarding us with streaming (laughs) picks. Um, I I do. I watched. uh, Where do you get all this time? Oh, just you know. He doesn't sleep. I, that's what that's it, right. it is. He I'm a doesn't robot. sleep. I'm a robot. Uh, my streaming pick is uh, was a recommendation on uh, the unofficial Adamus Plops from last episode, uh, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon, uh, streaming on Amazon Prime. That was the Adamus Plop? It was, that was what he mentioned when we were talking Halloween. Mm-hmm. We weren't, he wasn't going to give us a recommendation. He oh. said, I got to say the streaming pick. Or my my Adam's plop recommendation. So um, he threw that in at the end. This is from 2006, and he said it's a kind of a genre bender. It's like a sort of a mockumentary. Oh, that's the one with the serial killers are real life. Yes, they're like celebrities. Yes, yeah, yeah. And it did not disappoint. It was really weird, and it kind of broke my brain a little bit while I was watching it. Um, it's streaming. It's streaming on Amazon Prime. Okay, cool. Yeah, and uh, it's also streaming on Hoopla, Shutter, and Sling. Um, but about as accessible as you can get with Prime, it's it's really it's really worth a watch. If you've seen other slasher movies, or you're a fan of movies in general, or like horror slasher '80s '90s genre mm-hmm. type movies, uh, it's totally worth a watch because the the titular Leslie Vernon, he is a great character. He's like a he's almost like a Boy Scout in his thoroughness of setting up this killing spree that he's planning. And he's he gets so excited because he's like he's like okay watch this I'm gonna sneak up on her and this is how I scare her and he like plans this whole thing where he he watches the girl that his his character the one the girl that he's watching he like uh, watches her routine at work where she takes the garbage out behind her diner every night at specifically nine forty five and props the door open with this brick so he already took the brick and tied a piece of fishing string to it so when it when she comes out he pulls the string and the door slams shut. And then he'll just be conveniently in the shadows at the end of the alleyway. And then nothing happens. Just, <laughs> just scares her and then runs off. And the documentary film crew is following him as he's setting this gag up. And then her reaction. And then when they're all done, he meets the film crew back at the van. And he's like, oh, did you see that? It was perfect. She was so scared. I can't wait to kill her in like two weeks. And it's uh, <laughs> it's so wow. it's really funny. So uh, this uh, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Um, but since this is Halloween season, I just wanted to mention um, there was I, I downloaded I talked about Canopy streaming service for free from um, the library. And oh yes, yes yeah. yeah. There's another streaming service I downloaded for free called Tubi, T U B I, and it pops up on Just Watch all the time. And I I thought I wonder what this is. I wonder if this is any good or not. And it's kind of like Pluto, where it's like free with ads. You, mm-hmm. can, you can watch whatever, but. The good people at Pluto don't seem to care for our podcast and our uh, affinity for their streaming service. <laughs> I've emailed them what five times now, not one email back. I get several the, times. I know it's bullshit. So 
the thing I like about Pluto is you Pluto can watch. Pluto TV is the future. <laughs> Apparently not. Apparently well, not. That, Unless well, that was my attempt at uh, going no, in uh, someone. I'm with I'm with you, Tyler. I was I was just as on board uh, with Pluto TV. They were Pluto uh, TV bringing in the <laughs> hits. Yeah, and and they do have some pretty good stuff on there. They have uh, some movies, but trying to get to the movies is very difficult. So I downloaded Tubi right on my PlayStation. Uh, I also downloaded it on my phone, and you can stream it straight to the TV, cast it to the TV if you have a smart TV. Um, but with them, we watched, um, gosh, what did we watch? Oh, Ricky O. Ricky O. Ricky O, yeah. Oh, we nice. Watched, we watched Ricky O. Um, we'll talk about, I'll talk about that a little bit later once if that movie comes up again. Uh, Brandon was a, a recommended that to us. Listen to our Brandon. Hey, Brandon. It's a good one. And <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> so, But it, during the movie, there was probably, what, five or six commercial breaks maybe? They were pretty unobtrusive, and the search function is actually usable on Tubi, as mm-hmm. <laughs> where it's not so much on uh, Pluto. So here's a selection of Halloween movies that are re- uh, streaming for free on Tubi uh, for this Halloween season. The Descent, Better Watch Out, Sweeney Todd, 30 Days of Night, 1 and 2. Is oh, this nice. Se- is a second nice, one? Nice, nice. Yes, there is. It's called 30 yeah. Days of Night, Dark Days. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) redundant resident evil the original texas chainsaw massacre vampire in brooklyn teeth uh scream four the aforementioned train to busan Hmm. stir of echoes um blade the tv series what (laughs) yeah animated uh no it looks like i don't know who's playing blade michael jai white it's not him. It's just Wesley Snipes running around the streets of Chicago as Blade. Yeah. <laughs> I spit on your grave. One, two, and three. And See No Evil oh. 2 starring Kane. Kane. So, oh, yeah, that one. That all, one is pretty brutal. Also, a number of the Hellraisers uh, are on here. Uh, so all kinds of great uh, scary movies and other movies oh. on, on Tubi. So, okay. yeah, worth a worth a download. Uh, it was, but you have to watch commercials with it, though. That's not, that's yeah. It's like that's, it's like watching on cable, but they don't edit it. They don't cut it. You're getting the full movie, but like a an hour and a half movie might take an hour and fifty five minutes to get through because of the commercial breaks. So oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. So, anyways, the, my streaming pick is uh, Tubi. My <laughs> <laughs> streaming pick is Tubi. Just whatever is on Tubi. Yeah, yeah that's. <laughs> Tons of Halloween uh, Mind options. Yeah. is on Tubi. Yeah, so watch that. <laughs> uh, Joseph. Um, yes, I have one streaming pick. I I just want to like mention, although I did watch rewatch uh, Blade and Thirty Days of Night this week. Oh, um, and they're just as good as I remember. Thirty Days of Night, That's just right. as good. Thirty Days of Night, just as good. Nice, cool. That's right. Yeah, that yes. Thirty Days of Night is uh, intense. Yeah, it's it's, intense br- it's brutal. Like at yeah. some moment, it's like holy shit. I don't remember much about it. I should rewatch it. Um, but yeah, starring a young, I don't know about young, but Josh Hartnett and a, a young Ben Foster though. Yeah, ben a young Foster. a young Ben Foster. Yeah. They won't give me any meat. Yeah. Um, but my actual streaming pick streaming on Hulu is called ghost stories. It is a sort of anthology movie, but not really. It's three different stories, but they're all told in the same timeline. So this it's the main character is not anybody you would know. It has, it does star one Martin Freeman. Um, 
Interesting. Who plays a character in one of the stories. So the, the plot of this movie is that this writer slash uh, host of TV show who is like a, he debunks like psychics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, calling out people who like pretend to be mediums. It's basically James Randi. Yeah. Rest in peace. Um, that actor is named his Andy Nyman. Um, and also stars uh, Alex Lothar, who was in, uh, he's been in episodes of uh, Black Mirror. He was in the end of the end of the fucking world. Um, you'd recognize him. Mm. Um, a young guy. Uh, also in Imitation Game. Um, he plays a really creepy character in this movie. Really? Um, ghost you, stories? Ghost stories. Streaming on Hulu. Uh, so he is like a, he's a professor named Philip Goodman, and he is investigating three different cases that his sort of hero, uh, psychic, uh, or myth ghost debunker um, gave up on. Mm-hmm. Um, he went missing, and uh, somehow they came in contact, and now he's trying to finish the investigations that this other guy mm-hmm. didn't. Um, and he's, it's almost like a challenge. He's like, please tell me that these are fake because you need to come back and tell me that these aren't real. Yeah. These cases. So he goes to each of these uh, people and their different stories. Mm-hmm. And you sort of just get, um, he like sits down in an interview style with a notepad and a recorder, a tape recorder. And it just sort of just plays like, the the story basically and mm-hmm. the experience and it's it's pretty creepy is it set like a documentary like it's supposed no. to be real no it's a total narrative it, it's it's kind of weird in the beginning it seems like it's a documentary because he like in the very beginning he he's like looking at the camera saying it's like i'm filming a documentary about this one guy mm-hmm. um who's like he's like a stage Let- psych- psychic yeah um, and he's like, he has like an earpiece and like, he's getting fed all these people fed, uh, wrote, uh, filled out these cards before the show. And then he, he's being fed an earpiece and we have tapped into the earpiece and you can hear it and all this stuff. Um, that sort of like kicks off the rest of the movie. That was a, that's a true story by the way. Oh yeah. There was a faith healer that was doing that. Yeah. In, yeah. In yeah. like mega churches. Yeah. And, uh, he got popped. They tuned into the frequency of his earpiece and mm-hmm. busted him. Um, oh. but yeah, this is like it. Like, go into it knowing nothing. Like, okay. watch this, Done. like, knowing absolutely nothing because it gets crazy. Oh, was- fuck. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the big, the biggest named actor, Martin Freeman, uh, in this movie, and he's that, he's like, the, he's, he's the last case. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it turns into something else that I did, did not have any idea. I'm intrigued now. Yeah. Streaming on Hulu, Ghost Stories. Is this new? Um, uh, 2017. Hmm. Never even heard of it. Yeah. Hour and a half. Uh, generic name though. So maybe ghost I, stories. Maybe yeah, I, I know. Right? Pretty, pretty generic. Um, but, um, yeah, very good. Uh, perfect for Halloween. Cool. Yeah. I like I, it. That's all I got. All right. Well, Tyler. that, that's, uh, that sounds very intriguing. Um, my streaming pick is, uh, not as intriguing as that explanation. <laughs> Uh, I kind of feel like I'm just going to uh, deflate a lot of people here, but uh, <laughs> it feels so weird saying, okay, so my streaming pick is 2008's The Happening, directed by oh, okay. and written uh, okay. M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Starring 
Marky Mark Wahlberg and Zoe Deschanel. No shit. Are oh, you serious? Right. That's right. I that's right. I'm, I'm recommending our listeners. I've never seen this. Is it worth watching? It is because of how bad it is. It is so, it is oh, so yeah. incredibly bad that you wouldn't believe it like it like <laughs> you I can't saw believe how theaters. bad this is i saw this movie in theaters and let oh me tell you oh my god <laughs> okay now now i'm on the flip side of utah you saw this movie in theaters i can't believe that <laughs> it was made in 2008 what can you expect from a young a young man like myself who is just Sophomore getting into year in high school yeah. Well, uh, wait, hold on. 2010 is when I was supposed to graduate. And uh, yeah, sophomore year. Yeah. yeah. I, I was I a know sophomore my in high school. <laughs> I know years <laughs> and ages. That's right. Um, What's so, it about? Tell us what it's about. Okay. So the happening is about Mark Wahlberg and Zoe Deschanel. And, Mark Wahlberg, that uh, rat. Uh, okay yeah laugh it up i deserve it i know i know i know um they're trying to survive a plague that causes those who infect though that a a plague that causes those infected to commit suicide and uh, like bird box oh yeah 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 well yeah actually yeah uh, much like bird box uh you find out that the twist is that the trees oh, are. I wanted to see that. Thanks, <laughs> thanks a lot. <laughs> the trees are making people kill themselves in hilarious ways. I, um, I remember one way, which was pretty brutal, where a guy just he lays down in front of his riding lawnmower. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that was in the trailer. I want to say yeah. um, Jesus that 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 showed on cable TV too. Can you believe that? Wow. Um, yeah, has a five star, five out of 10 star rating on IMDb. That's, probably, that's not that it's probably, could be worse. Well, the only reason why I say it's probably so high is because of how funny the movie is, mm. like unintentionally funny the movie is. So, isn't, isn't uh, Mark Wahlberg stream- supposed to be playing a scientist, which is also pretty funny? Yes, <laughs> yes, he's supposed to be a, he's supposed to be a science teacher, and some of his dialogue uh is just really really horrifying um so yeah i I thought it would be a a funny movie to suggest on uh on the halloween episode happening uh amazon prime believe it or not they have everything i have to i might have to watch try to watch it i like it i like Shyamalan. as as much shit as he gets i still like him i liked the village so yeah the village is good Um, on that joseph uh, and it's an, it's an easy watch. Too. It's only an hour and thirty. How dare you! <laughs> <laughs> I like the village. Um, I, I just I don't know. Maybe it's a, maybe I would like it, but I just remember when I went to see that, and the the credits rolled, and everybody in the theater booed. Every, what the f- everybody? Oh. Literally, I was like, I mean. When did that movie come out? 2004? I think it was 2006 or something. Mm -hmm. I I saw it with my parents, and like I was enjoying it until the monsters weren't real. Hmm. And then I was like, this sucks. 2004. I I liked it. It was Um, good. So Dallas Howard left it all out there. So did Adrian Brody. 
But it was good <laughs> until the monsters were not real. Uh, the ha- the happening. It's an easy watch. It's only an hour and thirty minutes, including credits. So nice, nice. you know, uh, it, it's. But it's also justifiably understandable if you turn it off at one point and then you never you, you forget about it. <laughs> you never speak. And then one that. time, and then one time, like twenty years later, you're, you're like putting dishes away, and you're like, "Oh my god, that movie." <laughs> Remember that one where Mark Wahlberg was talking to tree vines? I just remember <laughs> once there's there's one scene where Mark Wahlberg is like being overwhelmed by his like group of people that he's in. They they keep like asking him questions and he has like this really stupid look on his face where he's like I I, I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> where are all the bees? Yeah. He's trying the best. He's trying his best. I'm yeah. a scientist. <laughs> all right. Well, our, I'm a rat. <laughs> there's our streaming. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, the great streaming picks this week. Wow, I have another one that uh, wasn't wasn't that good, so I won't bring it up. But okay, right. <laughs> we'll talk, we'll talk well, about we'll, it next week. We'll okay. Talk about it next week. Was well, not uh, Halloween but, themed. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> but now we can talk. Let's talk about 1990s The Exorcist Three. Uh, so Exorcist Three is, in my opinion. And I think a lot of other people's opinions, the true sequel to the first Exorcist. Um, fun fact about The Exorcist 3 is it wasn't supposed to be called The Exorcist 3. It was supposed to just be called Legion. Like it was going to be a mm. movie on its own. Like there is there's going to be like nothing really to do with The Exorcist. But I think like in order for the studios to like fund this movie, they're like, oh, you got to. You got to put something in there to to sell it because no, no one's no one's gonna go into this movie just thinking about oh Legion what's that movie was, about was the name the Exorcist name tarnished at this point though from the Exorcist two yes yes it was that that god awful abortion of a movie it was like it half was, the movie was just watching a demon's point of view perspective of flying around the world. <laughs> and they well and they named the demon Pazuzu. too in Pazuzu yeah <laughs> it's so Pazuzu. stupid it's Pazuzu I love that dessert no. from B- BJ's Pazuzu <laughs> it's like they they cook a t- they took cook a tiny cookie and then they treat like a pizza that's why they call it a and they p- call it a Pazuzu Pazuzu and then they put the ice cream on top and it's delicious that, that you know that would be kind of funny. Like it's like, oh, can I order the Pazuzu, please? Yeah, the gluten-free Pazuzu chocolate chip. <laughs> the what? Do you mean the Bazuki? Yeah, I, the, the Pazuzu. That's what I said. Pazuzu. <laughs> <laughs> the Pazuzu. Um, I think this is a a fantastic horror film, and I feel like uh, people who want to kind of get into like an intermediate intermediate horror level. They should start with this one. I feel like this is like a good horror film to show people who are already familiar with them, but would like to get more in tune with the genre. It felt kind of um, like if The Exorcist was a slasher movie, because The Exorcist was not a. I don't consider it a horror movie. I think I single think location a, movie. <laughs> yeah, I think I think of The Exorcist, the original, as a, a deeply frightening, scary movie, but not a horror movie, not a slasher. Well, this yeah, this I had mean, slasher elements it, to it because it, it's like a recurring, 
Well, it's like, like a there's, serial there's, killer. There's murders. There's, yeah. There's killings that happen in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's. Yeah. I, I can I can see that. But uh, so, uh, Pete, how did was this your first time watching The Exorcist three? It was, and I was I'm glad you put it on the wheel because I'd seen the first one and loved it. Um, I'd seen the second one and was like, this sucks. <laughs> um, and this is the true the true sequel to the original. So I thought this should be pretty good. And there was parts of it that I liked. Um, George C. Scott, I think, overacted quite a bit, and um, <laughs> Patton himself. Yeah, it's all right. And you thought he overacted? Okay. On, in, in a lot of places, yeah. Mm. Like he goes from zero to a thousand very, <laughs> very quickly <laughs> in his emotions. Um, but so do a lot of the people in it, and I think that's one of the things that turns me off about a lot of that um, '70s and early '80s horror mm-hmm. in movies. Well, just this movie in general, was made in 1990. What's that? This movie was released in 1990. I know that, but it had a it had a the very similar feel from that oh, same era. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. the audio. I don't, I don't know. A lot of the a lot of very sharp. Yeah, like I, like I, shrieking highs. They had no bass in <laughs> in, the, in the early 90s, late 80s. Yeah, so I mean, nope. part of that part of that was a little droning to me, um, but there was a fair amount of good gore. Um, and like disturbing things in it, which made me feel like, ooh, this, this is like way creepier than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a sh- like kind of a shitty uh, redo- redoing of The Exorcist. Um, mm-hmm. I did, I did want more exorcism in this movie called The Exorcist Three. Uh, there was really <laughs> only like two small bits of of, uh, of exercising. Ex- exercising, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It should have been called Pazuzu Three. Yeah, <laughs> Pazuzu. Maybe it should have been called Legion. Yeah, yeah. I, well, and uh, but I, that but then it wouldn't sell though. That's the I whole don't know. Point, yeah, I don't though. know what Legion means. Legion's just like a collection of demons. It's like, get, yeah, it's a hot, it's an offhanded comment that was made in. I think it was the second Exorcist or the first one where he, where the priest asks. Pazuzu or whoever it's like who are you and he says oh no 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 it's actually something in the bible yeah in the in the bible uh someone asks satan or a demon like who are you and they say like we are legion Mm. like Mm -hmm. and that's kind of where it's the name comes from yeah so I, i didn't i didn't abhor it i didn't i didn't think it was terrible i also didn't i didn't love it but um, oh. it was a it was a fair enough uh, Halloween movie. I think it's a good one to watch during Halloween. It was in, it felt like it was in the mood, but it was more mm-hmm. religious than it was scary, and um, yeah. So take that for what it's worth. But uh, what about you, Joseph? Uh, was this your first time watching The Exorcist Three? Uh, yes, it was my first time watching The Exorcist Three, and I have heard that it was like. The the like the true sequel of Exorcist um, from a few other people, and like how actually it is like like pretty good for like a movie like that a movie such as The Exorcist that they made sequels after, which doesn't seem like a movie that they would make sequels after no. for some reason. Um, but for some reason they made at least three of them. I think there's another one. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think there's four. Um, so like yeah, a I name so like too. the exorcist three, you'd be like, Oh, that can't be that good. Made in 1990. And the, since the first one was made in 1973, um, yes. you would think that it doesn't hold the same 
it's not the same, not of the same caliber. Um, and it's not even the same director, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the Exorcist one. won won an Academy Award. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't really find the first Exorcist, like, that's scary. If I was a child of the 70s, I'd probably find it terrifying. Um, but, like, I don't know. It's just, it's, it just has, like, the dated effects and, and uh, the set of the bedroom. It's like you can tell that it's a set. Um, and it's just yeah, but you have like, to have the suspension of belief. Jokes. I know I can't do where, it though because it's where's right, the hair, where's the how dare you drop? It's it's right in front of me. You know <laughs> I can see it, and it's just like I don't know. It just has like the cheesy '70s horror feel of it, and um, it's not a movie that I like hold up as like. A ho- you didn't grow up. You icon- didn't grow iconic. up religious. That's that's that much is true. No, you I were don't. not a religious kid because no, I was. if you had grown up with a religion, The Exorcist is a terrifying. Well, then that's a that's a that's a failure on the filmmaker's part. It is terrifying. Oh well, you know you got a point there, but you can't deny <laughs> that because he's only really re- reaching one audience. I guess at the time though, in the seventies, that most of. It was more was common saying, to be religious. One of the broadest co- audiences in the world. Yeah, <laughs> people people who uh, buy into organized religion in some sort. You can't deny that it's bad, though. Like, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's not like it wasn't. It's not, it's not as not. scary as I mean. Like I don't know. We had a similar conversation as like as the movie, like the Halloween conversation. It's like it just doesn't have the same punch to it. Yeah, as sure as modern horror as as horror has evolved since mm. then. You know, I mean, Hereditary gets compared wow. to The Exorcist one, um, and people and people who are uh, elitists will say that like, no way, The Exorcist is so much better. Blah 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 blah. blah. No, it's not. He's a shit. Yeah, no, I was. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Jesus I mean, Christ, that, 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 I was exaggerating, but the power of Christ compels like, you. It's just like <laughs> I don't know. It's Hereditary is way. I it's way more. Is is The Exorcist of modern horror as of right now i could agree with that um yeah sure, as definitely. impactful to me as the it's exorcist also, was it's also the exorcist 3 of the generation because i would compare hereditary more to exorcist 3 than i would to exorcist 1 um really just the overall that's tone. interesting yeah just the yeah the tone of it is a more disturbing i think yeah there's a lot of like if this happened in real life i'd be disturbed yeah in the exorcist the first, the original the only thing that really shows out in to the rest of the world besides the two men in the room that are doing the exorcism is the weird, like the Virgin Mary in the church when mm-hmm. the, when the dudes, they're, <laughs> they're putting the flowers out and they see like the horns bursting out of like the breasts of yeah. the statue and her eyes are bleeding and stuff. <laughs> You're like, Ooh. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's a perfect segue into my favorite scene of the whole movie. Of number, is, of number three of exorcist three is when the doors blast open with the demon wind and jesus <laughs> oh jesus open. opens his eyes up like a doll in the very beginning of the movie <laughs> yeah. yeah and then the face the face changes too he's like oh yeah 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 it's <laughs> like it has the cheese in it of like the 70s like you could like you could mistake this movie for like a 70s yeah, movie it, it feels like it could be a late 70s movie um even like the film quality like it seemed like it was not from yeah. the 90s it's but i don't know it's, it's 1990s it's, so it kind of hugs that line it's kind of like jurassic part two 
The Lost World, where it's like not as good maybe as the first one, but it's on a it, lot more ambitious. On its own, it's pretty good. Yeah. Because um, like they're like moving around. They're not in one location, the island or the bedroom of yeah of Linda Blair. <clears throat> um, uh-huh. And there's like murders happening. And yeah, the George C. Scott acting uh, was, it. I mean, he, he played a like the kind of a typical like old detective. Mm-hmm. Um, but like just when you, when he's, it's a weird <laughs> your introduction to his character. He's like scolding this guy. He's like, "You're a racist," and then he leaves. The, <laughs> he leaves the room, and he like tells him to uh, go home and talk, talk about wops. Talk about Italian uh, slurs. Yeah, <laughs> it's like okay, all right, and then, and then when he goes home, like he has that like the tone of like I don't know. It's like it's been parodied so many times of that of that police detective yeah. who's been on the job yeah. for decades. And he goes yeah. home. He goes home to his wife, and I just imagine that he's like gonna be the same with her. Like she's like, "How was work today?" Ah, oh, you know, just decapitations so, and <laughs> and people's eyes getting gouged out. What's for dinner? <laughs> so, a summary of The Exorcist Three: uh, Lieutenant Kinderman and Father Dyer cheer each other up on the anniversary of the death of their mutual friend, Father Damien Caraz, who's Karras. the guy who was. Karis, Damien Karis. Oh, Karis, I yeah, like sorry, their yeah. relationship. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I like the father a lot, Father Dyer. I was sad that he, go- was, he died so Played soon. by Ed Flanders. Yeah. Yeah. By going to see It's a Wonderful Life at the local theater in Georgetown in Washington, D.C., but there's no cheering. Kinderman, while a particularly cruel and gruesome serial killer is at large, his murders, which involve torture, decapitation, and the desecration of religious icons, is bad enough. And children. They also reassemble those of the Gemini killer, who has been dead for 15 years. A.K.A. the Zodiac killer. That's kind of a a really lazy <laughs> just version of the Zodiac killer. Yeah. The Gemini killer. Wow. Yeah, they put a Zodiac symbol on his hand. Uh, I, I don't know. I well, yeah, it might it, that might be lazy in of itself, but I think it's more so how unlike The Exorcist this movie is mm-hmm. is, and I think we we discussed it before. Like that, like where's the exorcism? The only exorcism that happens is at the end of the movie, which is a little Just disjointed a yeah. because. Yeah. When you're going through the whole movie, it's very much Kinderman, like, being afraid of this copycat killer Mm. and his friend, his friend, uh, Father Dyer, just being one scene that I love in particular that really, like, establishes their dynamic is when they go to that restaurant and he's basically trying to comfort lieutenant kinderman and kinderman describes in very clear details on like what happens to the kid that he discovers in the beginning of the movie Uh um and you can just see like father dyer's like whole reality shatter in front of him Mm -hmm. as like he's hearing the mutilation of this local kid that was killed like the previous Gemini killings. Yeah. Well, I did, I did like the bit where he says, uh, he's yelling at the doctor, the chief of staff at the hospital. And he's telling him, you know, you've heard that they cut off the, 
left pinky or whatever of all their victims. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And he writes the symbol on his back. He's like, that was all a joke, you fucking idiot. Oh, it's wrong. That's yeah. what we told to the public to get rid of the copycats and the people confessing. And I thought, that's actually pretty smart. Yeah. It's a smart, yeah. smart move. That, uh, but that whole twist there was, was cool where you're thinking, oh, it's a Gemini killer. Oh, he died 15 years ago or whatever. It was an electric chair. And you're, so you're kind of thinking, well, maybe he's possessed or something. I mean, it is called the exorcism, exorcist. And, um, <clears throat> and then when Who he gives possessed? you that. The, when, the... Well, when he gives him that information that everything that the public had heard about the Gemini killer was a, was a red herring, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, maybe it is. Mm. The dude, and then and then they show finally they show show Damien Karras, the original actor that played Karras, is mm-hmm. in the cell and for the dis, the disturbed ward, which is kind of funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then it, and then it does this really great morph with to Brad Dorif, and he's his face is there. Oh know, yeah, and does the switch. Brianna was sitting there watching it, and she's uh, my lovely uh, my lo- love of my life, uh, Brianna. She has a, a a very mild to to extremely bad case of <laughs> facial blindness, where she can't tell people. Sometimes she'll like we'll meet at a, a restaurant somewhere for dinner, and she's like she'll be like walking. I'll be at the the table first. Mm. She'll come on later. You know, I come straight from work, and um, she's like, I was looking around and I was panicking because I couldn't find you, and then I saw you in your uh, work shirt. And I thought, oh, what is, what's the likelihood that two guys that work for your company are, are here? <laughs> and I'm like, is it that bad? You can't recognize me, my <laughs> love of your life. Uh, so when when <laughs> it, during that scene, the face changed to Brad Dorif, and I looked at her just to see if she like would react. And she was she was just watching the movie, and I'm like, you do realize his face changed, right? And she goes, huh? Who the priest? <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 the. The, pa- the the patient the the guy the guy in the cuff patient X yeah he's now Grima Wormtongue and she's like hmm his voice did sound a little different there <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was a that was a cool like trickery yeah they, they like did that. there and then I liked where they really just let Brad Dorif go I know oh, he was he was the best part of this by far uh, yeah he was yeah he was his uh, his his uh, monologue I, I i don't know if i would call it a monologue but like his lines that he would say like it was always like stretched out like he wasn't mm-hmm. just like talking really quickly like he was always just like bah, 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 bah. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah i think uh, it wasn't just like because i feel like in a lot of like especially possession movies they like do this like like just like really fast, really fast like speeches. I wish I I don't remember what he said. That's why he I, he uh, he channeled a little bit of Hannibal Lecter in his mm-hmm. uh, psychopathy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also definitely. also remind me of um, gosh, there's another character I can't remember now. In a straight jacket. Mm, yeah, maybe another. Oh, um. Percy from the Green Mile, that like psychopathic Sam Rockwell douchebag. No, he plays a uh, Wild Bill. Percy's the Bill. the little Percy. Percy plays the little weaselly little um, wimp whose whose uncle is the is the governor or something like the that. The guard. The guard. Oh, yeah. yeah. With the slick back hair, yeah, who yeah. steps on Mr. Jangles. They put him in the straitjacket. Yeah. The, at the end, they yeah, do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he goes. He loses his shit. But he reminded me of him mixed with like Hannibal Lecter, and it was character yeah. was good, real good. 
Surprise, surprise. Brad Dorff playing a uh, serial killer who is uh, like back from the dead, uh, much like a child's boy. Yeah. <laughs> well, then, I mean, we all find out, though, it's that Brad Dorff's character is really innocent in all of this. And because... Well, no, he's he's the Gemini killer. No, he isn't. The Gemini killer is dead. Pazuzu is the copycat killer because he goes and he possesses all of these demented elderly people and comatose people to do his killings. But isn't it like, isn't it like the Gemini killer possessed is, is, uh, uh, Karis, whatever. Well, that's, and then you see him, but he, it's like a hereditary thing. Cause like, it's like, well, it's like possession on possession yeah. type thing. Yeah, and that's that's kind of like how this movie ties the the Exorcist brand into it is because they have the Pazuzu character possess. Is it Pazuzu? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. That. Yeah, it is. Um, so he's possessing all these, you know, the the elderly, the demented, and that's why there's different fingerprints on every crime scene. Yeah, that happens. He's possessing um, people from his cell. There was some good. Uh, there was some good like kill scenarios, like where he drained his blood. That was interesting. They put it in not those a, cups. Yeah, the urine cups. Yeah, and not a drop was. Uh, not a drop was left anywhere. His it was cre- so clean. His clinical. Cre- yeah. His creepy uh, de- retelling of cutting his head off with not spilling a bl- drop of blood, being That's lost. That's showmanship. I was like, Jesus Christ, a fucking <laughs> yeah. maniac. Yeah. But good, but and, good. Yeah, that was. I mean, for the character, he was perfect. He played the creep part really, really well. And there's like not a whole lot of horrific imagery in this movie. I mean, in the end, there is, but like in the beginning, there's talks of it, but they don't it's really very, show it. You never see anything. Like uh, Kinderman is always lifting up a blanket, like the death blankets. Sometimes talking about it can be worse. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. I think I think the worst thing is just hearing it like hearing the whatever horrible thing Mm -hmm. because you can you can only imagine what it is Mm -hmm. as opposed to just like showing it to you yeah you know i think hearing hearing it because you can you can like your imagination can just like picture like the most horrible thing or whatever you know it's like reading a book yeah Yeah, this movie was just like really cold like there it wasn't there was i think a lot, I mean, a lot of it's a lot of it's set in the hospital, which leads to that feeling as well. Yeah, there's some there like really long shots in this movie that I fell asleep in in the middle of that shot and then woke up <laughs> oh before it was God. over. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. like, like, seriously, <laughs> like I I remember like there's a shot in the hospital of like the hallway. Mm-hmm. And it's That's like the best one. I, is it? I yes. <laughs> I like I just remember like I saw it, I dozed off, and I woke up and it was still there. <laughs> maybe a little like the, maybe it dollied in a little closer. Mm-hmm. But I was like, how long is this? Mm-hmm. And then like um I guess these are my criticisms. Um <laughs> the, there's some like really long uh just uh I don't know, stretches of just dialogue, just like two person dialogue. Mm-hmm. Like the first one is with 
what Kin- Kindleman, Kinderman, 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 yeah, and, Kinderman and, and the and the prisoner. The, oh, the patient. I X. thought you were gonna. I thought sure. you were gonna mention the uh, the fish uh, dialogue in the beginning, where he's like, "Yeah, my wife uh, bought this fish, and it swims in my bathtub." Oh, the I carp. Can't go b- yeah, the carp. That's what it was, and no, I can't go that. back. <laughs> I, I love that exchange. I thought that was great. Just like the first interaction between the Damien Karras uh, patient and him is really long. Um, and I just kind of dozed off in the middle of that. And then they do it again later in the movie, dozed off that. <laughs> this movie could have just been, I, I think it just, the dialogue could have been cut down a little bit. Um, but that, okay. Also part of it was just me being tired. <laughs> yeah. So just don't watch it when you're tired. Can't, bl- and, can't blame it all in the movie. Um, you know, I, I mean, there's some really, I mean, there's some really good movies that have stuff like that. And I think that I'm not saying that that what happened, the dialogue is boring or anything. It's just that was just like a reflection of me sure. having a poor sleep schedule. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think there are movies that do the same thing that like I was able to stay awake through. Like a lot of assassination of Jesse James or the beginning of Inglorious Bastards or in the middle of Inglorious, any Tarantino movie, to be honest. Yeah. Um, where there's <laughs> just like long stretches of dialogue where it's just like, OK, all right, all right. But it's interesting at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I just I I think that uh, this movie, a lot of people went into it thinking they were going to get another Exorcist movie, but it was really just like a clinical, not human feeling movie. I mean, until the end, uh, but it was very much institutional. I was I was expecting a an an exorcism movie and when i didn't really get much of it i was kind of like oh uh, come on (laughs) oh really i I wanted more i wanted i want to see a goddamn exorcism in this exorcist movie Um, (laughs) well that i i I can't really say much to that at the Uh, end at the end of the actual exorcism scene gave me feelings of hellraiser a little bit when he like starts smashing the lightning bolt starts smashing holes in the floor and then the yeah, that was starts peeling off. I'm like, what movie is this? This is not from the same movie I've been watching for an hour and now. It gets wild. Yeah, it gets, that it gets is interesting. where. Yeah, that's. But I'm kind cool of where it. it lost. That's cool when it cranked me. it up a little bit. Yeah, I I liked it too. It felt really badass, but it felt so <laughs> just out of place. Dude, that's badass. I was, I, I was just like, what what where where was the connecting scene to? Yeah the the guy who is doing the exorcist who uh, ultimately gets mutilated father uh, by morning father morning yeah brother morning yeah like what what a name <laughs> i um, would you know what it would have been funny is if kinderman he like blasts open a church door with father morning in it he's just like you 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 and you come <laughs> with me <laughs> Yeah, he's like assembling his squad. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're assembling squad. a holy Avengers team. Um, <laughs> Cast Cast was pretty good in this though. Um, in the mm-hmm. dream sequence where he's up in heaven. Oh shit! The dream sequence. I yeah. forgot. <laughs> Fabio plays one of the angels. Yeah, Sam that Jackson. was a little jarring. Sam Samuel L. Jackson plays a a, a man who's blind in the dream, um, <laughs> and Patrick Ewing plays the the angel of death. Apparently, which I didn't appreciate. The one black guy in, in heaven is the angel of death. Black wings. I was so 
I would like for one second I forgot that it was a dream sequence. I was like, where the fuck is he? <laughs> is, is he at a circus orphanage? <laughs> and then I was like, oh wait, it's a dream sequence. Yeah. Um, but also the 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 psych ward uh, doctor who kills himself. Uh, is, uh, he was. Uh, yeah, he plays. But he's play, the guy, the actor that plays uh, Herschel in The Walking Dead, old man Herschel. Yes, he's yes. uh, mm-hmm. Doctor Temple in this. And yeah, I, didn't, was... I didn't recognize that, but I was like looking through IMDb. I'm like, who is he? Who's he play? Uh-huh. Who's Herschel play? And it's Doctor Temple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Goddamn throat. Oh, I thought it <sighs> was his wrist. Maybe it was the wrist. I don't know. He's kill himself. He, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, he, th- th- why? Th- why aren't you paying attention to the movies that we're reviewing on this show? <laughs> I was vacuuming. <laughs> what? I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, <laughs> I uh, thought uh, the so I mean. Okay, so I was going to mention the scene in the hospital hallway. Like, it was, like, a really wide shot. It was really, like, on... I was on the... When I first saw this movie, I was really on the edge of my seat because you're trying to figure out, okay, so it's a wide shot, so I'm supposed to, like, pick something out that's, like, hiding. Like There's what, a lot of what? scenes in the hallways. Which one are you talking about? Before the, before the nurse gets killed? Yeah, the 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 best jump scare in uh, in Where horror the, movie history. The, does someone comes out of the room with the yes with the, blade. With the shears? Oh, the, with the chrome shears. Yeah. yeah. Also, because, go ahead. So sorry. Go ahead, Tyler. No, it's it's cool. I um I was thinking the reason why I think it's the best jump scare ever is because you're getting let down too many times to where I can actually relate to joseph in the sense like oh i should i like i'm gonna fall asleep like what is this and like just like right when you're giving up like it just like and you're and it it wakes you back up again and now you're in it you're in it for the long haul one of the biggest um jump scares for me is when uh I, i think there's a scene it's like really quiet and then it cuts it cuts to a scene where there's a phone ringing and then it wakes me up. Oh, it's that's... <laughs> it woke me up and it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> that's funny. I think the scene you're referring to is when uh, Pazuzu sets his sights on Kinderman's family mm-hmm. and uh, the phone rings like in a pretty quiet scene the- beforehand. I can't remember... One of the creepiest parts is when um, he gets uh, Zuzu manages to get a possessed nurse or someone to go to his house, his family's house. Yeah, no, that's a and, that's that's an elderly demented woman. Yeah, that dresses up as a nurse. Yeah, um, and uh, almost uh, decapitates his daughter. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Daughter, yeah. yeah. His daughter. That as was a, that was pretty funny and also disturbing. Um, <laughs> kind of was. Then, did you I see think, the face she made too? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think before that scene, there's a scene where there's a woman that he's talking to, has been talking to in the uh, psych ward or mental ward. I also, I'll, just side note, that when the doctor is introducing him to that part of the hospital, mm-hmm. he's like, "People, uh, Alzheimer's and autism are also here." <laughs> I'm like, "This is the '90s." I know. <laughs> Come on, we haven't made the progress yet. Jesus no, Christ, not in the nineties. Oh my god, no. Nope, um, nope. But there's a woman there who is like who uh, he says he's the radio repairman. Yeah. Um, that woman later is like seen crawling on the ceiling. 
Yeah. And I was like, oh, shot. God, what the hell is that? <laughs> that's a good shot. Um, but yeah, the the chrome shears, I thought, I was like, what do people, the, the autopsy doctors use that? I know. What, what niche sort of. Who uh, uses, what is that procedure do you need to use for those uh, chrome shears? <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking that too. It's like, in what way could it, maybe, <laughs> maybe when they're, <laughs> I don't know, like, uh, What's that? Uh, setting them on fire to put the ashes into the uh, the jars. What's that oh. called again? Uh, cremation. Cremation. Yeah, maybe when they're cremating <laughs> the bodies, they just chop up the limbs up so like it's like a more <laughs> even burn. Scissors, <laughs> and they just use the scissors. I don't. I don't know. It, it, it's it's just a really cool like shape. To yeah. have as a killing the, instrument, the sheet ghost using yeah. uh, this this year's yeah, that was that was scary <laughs> the the scene itself, but like the actual like person or whoever like holding them was kind of cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah uh, no, I see that. I have a tool kind of like that in my toolbox called tin, tin snips. They're like giant shears you can use to cut metal with, uh-huh. and they're and uh, other things and other things. Yeah, genitals. Heads, heads, <laughs> arms, what have you? Feet and legs. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, they're not wide enough for that. But still, maybe for a yeah. small head. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess like my criticism of this movie though is the end of the movie in which that they kind of I, go. F- kill huh? me, kill me. Oh, yeah. he says, "Kill me now." <laughs> And then the the, the no pi- no hesitation the pistol yeah he was already gonna do it earlier yeah the pistol that he has sounds like a goddamn like TNT every time you get <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's another yeah, that's it was very that's what I'm talking about with the sound mixing in know, those early movies it's it's hard to hear it's like ah god yeah, it hurts yeah. it hurts I, to it hurts to it hurts to watch. Yeah, I think sometimes. it's just like since like the whole exorcism thing wasn't really set up like it. It, it was just kind of like, okay, like, yeah, they have to wrap this movie up somehow, so we're just kill not throwing me. a priest. You have to kill the host, yeah, basically, right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no. Isn't the well, demon still alive? You think, you think, yeah, they think the demon just goes to someone else. He yeah, that's what him. I was, well, well, now you bring up a great point. I didn't even think about that. Why, did they, why, did they, why does Damien go in there? Into the mental hospital? Yeah. There's a, there's a bit when... Brad Dorif is explaining how he got inside of Damien. Yeah. Um, His mind was Harris. like jelly or something. Right? Yeah, he says he, when the priest was dead on the pavement, he was not quite dead, he was almost dead, he was whispering. And there is a great shot at the very end of the original um, uh, Exorcist where the other priest walks up to him and says, do you repent? Do you have anything and he sins you want to confess because he's basically taking his penance before he dies so he can ensure that he's going to get to heaven. Uh-huh. But, and Damien Karras is able to speak and mumble and stuff. So right then was when the demon was entered into him. I mean, he yeah. was possessed and he was trying to kill himself to kill the demon, right? The demon went out of Reagan into Karras, threw himself out of the window and killed himself, but he didn't actually die. He was only mostly dead. Mostly dead, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so they bury him, and there's a, there's a really, like, only one sentence in the explanation that Brad Dorf says. And he's like, um, you should have seen the look on that gravedigger's face when I came out three days later. <laughs> and he, like, 
unburies himself out of this coffin because he I, you, and you know it's talking about the priest because he says as i escaped from that cheap coffin mm-hmm. life of life of poverty because huh. <laughs> that's what the priests are uh, devoted to live a yeah. life of poverty yeah and then and that's when he escapes so at some point after that he's probably raw you know stumbling around drooling <laughs> brain made out of jelly and <laughs> someone take picks him up and commits him and they don't have fingerprints of who he is because he's a priest he's not in the system and he's so don't dead know he's he technically dead <laughs> and he's mostly dead yeah the difference is he's partially or alive. Le- i should say <laughs> not technically dead he's legally dead yeah legally dead exactly legally so, dead why would they look for him so yeah anyways so that's how he that's how he got in there yeah um yeah but well uh let's give this uh, uh movie some uh, grades uh pete what do you have created for this movie uh, I give it a I'm teetering between like a B minus and a C plus. Mm, I say I say B minus for what it is for uh, a third a third in a trilogy. It was pretty good, pretty good. I I don't find myself wanting to rewatch it again, but there was a number of uh, disturbing thoughts and kind of scenarios set up for the killings, the decapitation with the head of jesus's statue on there to the kid ah that was just gruesome that was pretty gnarly yeah mm-hmm. yeah that and was then, pretty and gruesome. then brad dorff's performance put it put it you know into a, yeah. a really great spot near the end i'm so glad he was in it I kept looking for him because i saw him in the credits yeah I kept looking for him and, uh, and i was uh really happy when the move when the movie turned to have him as a featured player so um and it, and it was disturbing and creepy enough and it was a good halloween watch so uh b minus Nice. How uh, appropriate that this movie landed on. I know. I know. Uh, it's serendipitous, man. Almost like our wheel has a mind of its own. <laughs> Almost. Uh, Joseph, what do you give this movie? Uh, I'm going to give this movie a B for better than Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it was way better than Halloween, the original. I liked. I had a way more fun, and it was a more robust movie too. Not even actually, the not even the same ballpark. Not even the same game. Not even the I same know. game that you can you can't compare this movie with Halloween. Halloween's even, playing checkers while Exorcist Three's <laughs> playing chess. Don't you have a drop for that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like Halloween, but okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so fuck Halloween. Don't watch that. Watch this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, so I, I did enjoy this movie, even though it maybe I just watched it when I was a little too tired. Um, uh, I did doze off a little bit, but ultimately I did enjoy it. I found it um, pretty disturbing, uh, appropriate, uh, appropriately disturbing. Um, and, um, I think I would watch it again. Maybe not any other time of the year. Maybe just during October. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely think it is worth a watch. And um, it uh, did not does not follow the uh, the trilogy trope um, of movies where the third one is the worst. The <laughs> second one, That's in true. this case, was the worst apparently. And they do make they make two after this. Oh, okay. It was. Um, 
Oh gosh, I found it was like uh, the beginning. Oh yeah, Exorcist: The, the Beginning. I, oh, I can't rem- I can't believe I forgot <laughs> about that one. <laughs> yeah, didn't or, they? I'm, didn't they try to remake this? They they did. They made a. It was uh, the Exorcist 1973, Exorcist 2, The Heretic 1977. Also had Linda Blair in it. Exorcist 3, 1990. Exorcist The Beginning, 2004. Ah, uh, yes. And then Dominion, prequel to The Exorcist, 2005. Oh, um, yeah, that's I what I was thinking shit of. about that one. Yeah, I, was, does one of them have a Skarsgård dad in it? Um, Stellan Skarsgård? I could have swore, maybe that's a different movie. Um, Stellan Skarsgård is in uh, Dominion, prequel to The yeah, yeah. I think I've seen the beginning of that one. Um, I just remember there's a scene where like he's like in the desert or something and like looking at ancient artifacts. Yeah, that's the be- like that. that's the beginning. That well, that could also be the first Exorcist too, because there's also uh, true, a, true, 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 true. Stellan is also in the 2004 Exorcist. Uh, maybe the it, maybe it was that one. Uh, but yeah, Exorcist three definitely worth a watch. B from me. Uh, cool. ch- check it out, uh, Tyler. What do you give this movie that is better than Halloween? God. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I'm not going to, I don't abide by that, but uh, <laughs> I give this movie. Same thing as I Halloween, would, Halloween, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would give this movie a solid B as well. I think it is a really good movie on its own, despite having the Exorcist brand on it. Uh-huh. The editing of this movie is really unconventional. There's a lot of like disjointed shots that yeah. are edited together, which I think kind of... It's like they goes. followed the editing style of the 70s. Yes. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of observational shots too, which I thought was really interesting, especially with the Jesus statue <laughs> opening <laughs> up his eyes in horror. It was it was pretty abstract in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, like there was a lot of just like un like uncontext or I don't know incontextual un I don't know if that's a word non contextual non contextual shots. Yeah. Like you didn't really know what was happening. Yeah, and I think it fills that's, you in later. And I think that's kind of like how the suspense is built um, yeah. even more so in this movie rather than just kind of like having like a traditional like sort of setting. Um, it's really unique. And I think that's why I like it so much is just it's a, it's just a really unique demon movie. And mm-hmm. I yeah. would recommend and I would recommend this to anyone who's into that sort of thing. And I would also, yeah, I would rewatch this. I mean, I have rewatched this like three times already. It's mm. uh, so, uh, yeah, a solid B for me. I, I would give it an A if it like kind of tied the ending a little bit better. But yeah, the, um, you know, it's it's not it's forgivable considering they shit the bed at the end. the The very <laughs> end, the very end of the movie, like the last couple shots, it's just like really abrupt and pointless yes yeah because like yeah. the last shot is just like them standing over the grave and then it's over like yeah i, I mean like how do you end it so it's, it's like, like the, eh, the ending well, of inner space 
Where they ended the wedding. Oh, the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the wedding. Oh, and then they're married, and yeah. it's over. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that was a great ride we had, right? <laughs> Why'd they have to get married? Why does that matter? Yeah, know. exactly. It's, it's just live in they're... sin like the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> Do anal. <laughs> there you um, go. All right, cool. cool. We did well, it. I'm, I'm glad you guys were uh, half awake watching uh, one of my favorite horror movies. I was all the way awake. Um, <laughs> I was not. You I was back, all the way up. The tables have turned. <laughs> uh, uh, what do you want to replace for your spot on the wheel? Uh, so I am replacing it with a movie that I uh, had previously took My all-time off. favorite horror movie? <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. And that is uh, called A Marriage Story. I am putting uh, it back on because... A Marriage Story? A marriage I, story. I think it's just called Marriage Story. Oh, Marriage Story. I, I don't know. I don't care. It, you uh, didn't put this on the wheel. The only the only movies that we've taken off the wheel was no. the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning and Mad Max Fury Road, which you both took off. No, I took off a Marriage Story for Donnie Darko. Did you? Was yes. that ever on the wheel? Yes, it I don't was. remember that. It, it was. It? it was on the wheel. I promise you that because I remember. Okay, well, how much you want to bet? Nothing. I'm I'm in <laughs> negative dollar modes right now. Um, so yeah, I'll bet you a coke. <laughs> Do I? Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, All right. So I have uh, I have marriage story on the wheel. You want to tell us a little bit about it? I think everybody I, knows mostly about it, but go yeah, ahead. Yeah. So uh, marriage story stars Adam Driver and ScarJo. They marriage play- story. <laughs> they uh, play a couple who uh, basically are in the beginning stages of divorce. Uh, they don't really show, they show some of the legal factors that go into it, but it's more so like literally about a story of two people who were in love. Now they do not, they are not in love. Like it, it's not hard to watch because when i first went into this movie i was thinking oh my god i'm going to be like a mess afterwards but it's really endearing uh and there's 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 no bombach yeah yeah bombach very good writer there's no it's it's not like blue valentine which is like a very with ryan gosling and that one girl i can never remember her name uh Uh, it's no blue Valentine where I went into that movie thinking, Oh, this will be a good breakup movie. And then went out of that movie questioning. That like, was a good breakup movie. <laughs> like my whole life. Um, so yeah, marriage story. Right. It's a Netflix movie. Surprisingly. And to, be, enough. and to be clear, we're not watching that this week or the other one or any of your other ones, which your other no, choices, two term uh, limit for, uh, three. for Tyler. Yeah. Just yeah. like, just like presidents in this nation. We have two term limits. Yeah, um, ideally. So I'm gonna, unless uh, you're Nixon. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna read. Uh, I'm gonna read all the selections on the Wheel of Destiny. Um, Wheel of Destiny is our way of choosing the movie for next week. We have eight slots on it, two for each of us, the three of us, and then we have uh, two fan selections. Uh, currently, we have Kablooey on the wheel, which is Milk's choice. He was our guest host for the Man of Steel episode some decades ago. And uh, then we also have the, the other fan selections, which is a running list from everything that you guys have sent in asking us to review. We'll get there eventually. Yeah. So we have Kablooey, which is uh, Milk's pick. We also have Burning from Joseph, Destroyer from Joseph, the fan selection, Alien 3 from Tyler, which we won't be watching. 
<laughs> an American Tale from Pete, uh, Marriage Story. I don't know why I put my name on there. That's Tyler. Marriage Story from Tyler. Yeah, Marriage Story from Tyler and Swallow from Pete. So <laughs> we're going to give it a good spin. And Tyler is, uh, Tyler is remote right now. He cannot see, so we can just lie to him if it lands on a different spot. <laughs> 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 just kidding, Tyler. All right, here we go. This is what for the movie that we're going to review on next week on episode 61. Here it comes. Oh, finally. my God. Kablooey. Is that wow. is it Kablooey? Kablo- oh, well, I mean, it, you moved it. I say Kablooey. It's Kablooey. <laughs> Milk. Milk, buddy. Finally got Kablooey. your day. We need to get we him get on the, the show fan, for this one. We get the fan pick back. Yeah, fan pick's back. Fan, the, 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 uh, all, all, the large selection fan pick. Kablooey. I've, okay, I'm going to look this up right now. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I heard about this movie quite some time ago. And I know that he said that it was a kind of a story about a 2007. I know I have seen the, I've seen the title or the the cover for the movie so many times. But the little blue guy, mm-hmm. a loser, moves in with his brother's in Iraq wife to look after her two evil sons. She gets him a job wearing a kablooey costume. So that's just a costume for his his job. I yeah, a, a kablooey a kablooey is like a character maybe in this movie oh this has a, a conchata Farrell. she's the lady from two and a half men that just recently died and chris parnell jeffrey yep. dean morgan lisa kudrow harry gar harry gar harry gar interesting and also uh this is let me see if it's streaming anywhere i i want to say i'm gonna guess no it seems like a movie that would because <laughs> it uh no, you're right. <laughs> Streaming nowhere for free. Amazon for $3, Fandango. $3. Voodoo, $3. <laughs> YouTube for 4 HD. Damn. So This we'll, is directed by someone who is in the movie. Oh, really? Scott Prendergast. Oh, I wonder what he's done. Indie Comedy 2007. Uh, what, uh, the Hottie and the Naughty from 2008 with, uh, oh my gosh, with Paris Hilton. It's not a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> this has a 6.6 on IMDb. Hmm. Exorcist 3 had a 6.7, I believe. Oh, well, we're all in for a, a, a treat. So uh, get ready for episode 61. A kablooey. Wow. We watch and review kablooey. According to IMDb, uh, kablooey is better than Exorcist 3. <laughs> <laughs> what say you, Tyler? I, 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 I'm speechless. Honestly, I don't. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know. I, I've never seen Kablooey, so I can't say. Maybe I'll watch it. And I'll be like, yeah, that well, is that is better. Uh, Kablooey has about a less, about a fifth of the reviews, uh, of the amount of reviews. <laughs> I imagine not a lot of people have seen this. <laughs> um, so, until next week, episode sixty-one, when we review Kablooey. Thank you for joining us on our Halloween episode. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash mcfcpodcast, and send us an email, mcfcpodcast at gmail.com. 
And follow us on Twitter at PodcastMCFC. You can follow us on Instagram, our terrible, terrifying Instagram at Middle Class <laughs> Film Class. It is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listeners, thanks for joining us. See you next week. See ya. Bye. And enjoy your Halloween weekend. Yeah, stay safe. God damn it. The power of Christ compels you.